Cage Davis tossed the remote onto the leather sectional beside him. By early afternoon, the Hot Rod's lazy Sunday had gotten too relaxed for his liking. Sitting on his ass this long at one stretch drove him beyond chilled out straight to Ansi Town. Maybe he'd see who else wanted to shoot some hoops or sketch designs for the skate park they planned to install at the youth center. Anything to get rid of this nervous energy. I'll take Breaking Bad reruns over having to sit through wedding junk any day. Holden scratched his chest beneath his vintage, if a little worn, six-pack t-shirt. It was his favorite next to his faded hooker headers polo. None of them had bothered to change out of the clothes they'd slept in. Sally keeps saying she wants something simple. If that's the case, what the hell do they need a planner for? Pretty sure most people take longer than two months to organize their big day, Carver snorted. They've got to get a cake, rent a tent and chairs and shit for the lawn, find someone really open-minded to officiate since the three of them can't formally get hitched. Then there's music. Plus, Sally needs a dress, and we're probably going to have to wear tuxes, or suits at least. Don't fucking remind me, Bryce snarled. The man hated anything to do with pomp. He acted like he had a lethal allergy to formality. While we're waiting for them to come home, we could snag the new first-person shooter Alonzo's been talking about. Maybe some pizzas, too. Even Roman didn't seem excited by the idea, despite his legendary love for violent video games. If Cage didn't know better, he'd assume the guy had been some kind of commando. Precise, cold, and vicious when necessary both in their cartoon battles and in life. If we practice, we could shrink-wrap it downstairs before he gets home, act like we waited for him, then crush him and pretend he just sucks at it. That would be kind of funny considering how Al, the douche canoe, always wiped the floor with them. None of the five hot rods left in their shared apartment budged from the couch to instigate the prank, though. They'd all busted ass lately, leaving them pretty zombified. Business had freaking exploded, Rave reviews spread by word of mouth at this season's car shows, seducing new clients by the truckload. At the same time, Eli, Alonzo, and Sally were understandably distracted, interested in finding out what was under each other's hoods more than completing their projects in the shop. How many times a day could they get it on with each other? They had to have set a world record sometime in the past two months. The combination of more to do, with fewer helping hands had meant long hours for Cage and the other unattached guys. Not that they minded. They loved what they did for a living, restoring badass classic cars. And no one could be happier for their googly-eyed friends. But lately they hadn't arranged any of their usual outings to blow off steam. Fishing trips, bar hopping, and flaunting the rest of mod babies on long drives through curvy country roads had gotten slashed from their communal to-do list especially since having fun at home in the evenings had sapped the last of their energy. Because unlike some couples, Eli, Alonzo, and Sally were into sharing. Cage had discovered he was too. The high he got from bonding even tighter with his friends blew him away. As addictive as crack or maybe more, the passion they shared, not just for hot rods, but also for each other, never got old. He might have assumed their wild sexathons would have burned out by now, lost some of the edge of those first taboo gatherings. Instead, it seemed the more comfortable they became, the better sexy stuff was between them.